Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. He's laughing at the fact that I said I still get nervous every time I interview Connor Bedard. I do. I don't care. Who knows? He's 16. I'm 49. I've done thousands of interviews. The kid's eyes just, just pierce right through you. Oh, boy, I love watching him. <clears throat> the biggest reason why this jersey's up here. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Here we go. We are underway. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to a Flame Tech Football Friday. We are originating live from the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. We are situated at the stage bar before a live studio audience, and I hope that you're ready to be taken into the weekend by yours truly here on episode number 714 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. We welcome our good and longtime friend, Mark Steven, to the program, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders. How you doing, Marcus? Good. Great setting, great day, and uh, looking forward to the show. Yeah, absolutely. But you're okay talking about a few other things besides football, I assume. Oh, yeah. No, I've been, trust me, I've been locked in on the Flames, who are the talk of the city, and for that matter, talk of the NHL, I think. They are. They are. They absolutely are. So, Mark's going to be with us for the full two hours. I can't thank him enough. I may... Ply him with a casino uh, buffet <laughs> if you're down. You really enjoyed that last one, eh, Mark? Because it's good. It's yeah, really exactly. Good. Calgary, not hard of it. Calgary's best buffet. Yeah. On the way, Tory Gurley, our NFL insider, the uh, Browns and Packers alum, to talk about a wild week in the National Football League. And Mike Wilner, the longtime host of Jay's Talk, now with the Toronto Star, Mike Wilner will be with us to talk about the fact that baseball's back. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan, if you don't mind? Thank you. So, number one, I'm opening with this. Forgive me. This is more for the Saskatchewan curling fans than anything. The expanded six-team Briar playoff format begins today. It's underway with Brad Gushu and Kevin Cooey enjoying buys after first-place finishes in their round-robin pools. Brendan Botcher and Brad Jacobs have also firmed up their playoff spots, and the remaining positions are being determined as we speak with tiebreakers at the NMAX Center. Mike McEwen meets Jason Gunlison in an all-Manitoba clash, and Saskatchewan ranks squaring off Colton Flash facing Matt Dunn. Stone. So I'm just basically saying goodbye to our Saskatchewan and Manitoba viewers. Mark, you understand, because they're on right now. And the last report I had, Flash leading Dunstone 4-2. They're playing the fifth end. And Gunlesson leading McEwen 6-2. They're playing the sixth end. So that's live right now on TSN. So I'm not going to talk anymore about it. Well, the curling fans are over there. It's still one of the great mysteries in sports. How come they've gone 42 years in Saskatchewan without a Briar title? Curling gods, that's all I can think. They, we've done something. <laughs> Too, I mean, I know there's been some great rings in Manitoba, great rings in Alberta, but I'm just, I'm stunned. Yeah, and, it's half a century. And Cooey's now going after his fifth. Yep. Look what he's done in that time. Yep. I don't know, Mark. It's a Saskatchewan thing. That's point one. Point two, the Major League Baseball lockout has ended. Eight, uh, 99 days after a divided Players Association accepted management's offer to salvage a 162-game season that'll start now April 7th. With the lockout lifted, MLB can get back to its always busy offseason with free agents able to begin signing new contracts again. So our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center with dealerships all across the prairies, including Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Regina, where will the Blue Jays finish in this 2022 season? First, second, third or fourth or lower. Mark, I'm fairly new to the Calgary scene. Please tell me, where do the Blue Jays rate on the sports scene here? 
Well, I say you know, that people pay attention to them, but I don't think it's must-see. I, I know when they get into the uh, stretch run, people talk about them. But when people talk baseball, they do talk Blue Jays. So I'd say they're fairly prominent. I mean, we do get all the games, and you sit down at 5 o'clock here during the summer and watch the, the bulk of their games. So uh, what baseball has talked about is Blue Jays, for sure. Well, I had to have my memory jigged, and I can't remember who did. I think it was Ken Reed, whom you would know, yep. spent some time here. Yep. Not the skier, the broadcaster. Oh, I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sure he had to go through that every day. But Oh, I mean, yeah, still does i think but he said we're when this lockout was on he said we're being robbed of watching the vladdy jr the kevin biggio and bo bichette and i'm like yes we are so then i kind of ticked me off now they're back Mm -hmm. so what do you think well how would you vote on that pool poll for the blue jays fourth yeah need a new manager on how does that that manager with that kind of a lineup like you just they missed the playoffs last year they went through about 30 guys in the bullpen they got to change managers sorry this guy just didn't get it done i'm shocked he's back to tell you the truth uh you know maybe he's great in the clubhouse he's great with this great with that i just look at the results i see results subpar for a team with that kind of lineup where's rick regan on that one how about that (laughs) from mark steve well see i thought that mark but I didn't want to say it. How do you get away with these things? I say these outlandish things and I get in so much trouble. Not that that's well, outlandish. I, I, don't think I believe that. I believe the last year and, you know, like all this stuff at the end of the last great they just came close. They just missed. They shouldn't have just missed. They should have had that thing locked in months ago. That kind of a lineup, that doesn't come along very often. So, no, I, uh, again, I'm not in the dressing room. All I can do is look at the results. They aren't good enough for a lineup like that. Well, I, again, I'm with you. I feel like we're sitting out here watching it outside of right, Toronto. And, and, the people in Toronto, though, are in the, in the forest of the trees, and they can't really see it. So they made the playoffs two years ago, yep. as you know, and got swept by Tampa. Well, they weren't even close. No, no. And then this last year, they went down to the final day. But I'm kind of with you. They should be better. I don't know why they get a pass. Not here. I, I just <laughs> No, I just, I'm sorry. He might be a great guy. I'm not, you know, let me just flip this the other way, and I acknowledge it's a different situation. What does superior coaching do to the Calgary Flames? Thank you. Flip them on their head. You bet. Or the other way. So yeah. that's what I say. I, I, but I thought this long before even Daryl Sutter was hired. I'd never been a fan. As he may be a great guy in the dressing room. He might get along with everybody. Maybe he reads all the analytics reports every day and does. I don't know. I just look at a lineup like that, that uh, they shouldn't be scrambling for their playoff lives. I'm with you, Mark. And by the way, from the viewers, as I slide into the chat here, Ryan H. watching in Toronto says, Hello, squad. Sounds like it's going to be another great show today. Jason in Red Deer says, See, Rod, I brought up the Jays and got you and Danny all heated up about the lockout. Next day, it's over. (laughs) The RP show bump. Hey, we'll take it. Um, Two NHL leftovers from Thursday night. I don't think I'm going to get to all the games because there were a lot of games. But in Toronto... Jacob Chikrin scored his second goal of the game at 217 of overtime to lift Arizona past Toronto 5-4. Arizona recovered for its fourth straight win. Wow. Yeah, after blowing a 4-1 lead in the third, Austin Matthews scored his NHL leading 44th goal. And here in Calgary, Johnny Gaudreau had his sixth career hat trick to extend his point streak to seven games and help Calgary beat Tampa Bay 4-1. I assume you watched the game? 
You bet. Yeah. It's a must-see TV here, and he's just amazing. He's now in the Hart Trophy conversation. Uh, I don't know where he's going to stand, but, uh, you know, he's only five points off the scoring lead, and at the pace he's producing points, he might win the thing. I don't know. But he's having a remarkable season, and, uh, you know, the big uh, question will be in the offseason, keep him here. I think he wants to be here. They want him here, but it's going to cost a lot. goes up every game, it seems. Okay, but a couple things on this. Side... Secondary poll. Who's the toughest interview in sports? Bill Belichick, Daryl Sutter, Greg Popovich, or other? Because I'm listening to the postgame yeah. show. <laughs> I don't want to interview Daryl. I would not want to interview or any of those guys. Yeah, probably Greg Popovich. Because I think, you, think he, so? you know why? I think he's playing with people. He he knows what he's doing. That's the difference. <laughs> okay. Daryl's just low key, but if you listen to him, he's very very sharp. I'm talking about Daryl Sutter. Don't know much about Bill Belichick except, uh, you know, why he use a word. You know, all he does is a parcel those words out there one at a time. That's about it. Well, the thing it, I get a kick out of Daryl because I know the personal Daryl. Yeah. But I'm listening to the post game. It's live last night, and uh, yep. they're saying, "Well, what'd you think about the game, Daryl?" Yep, it's good. Yeah. Oh no, he's. What do you think about the player, your goalie? He's good. Yeah, he... made some good saves. Yeah, it's not fun, Mark, to do those interviews. You just listen to him, though. He's he, maybe maybe after a game, but between games, he's he he's says fine. A lot. Yeah, he says a lot in a very short time. Listen, I'm not I'm not criticizing him. I'm just saying just I wouldn't want style. to interview him. I guess so. Yeah. But he said with Johnny Gaudreau. Somebody said, "What about the player Johnny Gaudreau?" Last year, I said he's one of the best players. You guys said he wasn't one of the oh, best players. <laughs> he plays that us versus them mentality. He's pretty good at that. But, uh... Seems to work. Yep. Yep. So, so Lanny McDonald sat in that chair on Tuesday, and he said that, I uh, can't remember if it was on the air or off, but he said a Toronto-Calgary-Stanley Cup final would be something. You don't think so? Well, it'd be something. Yeah, but, but a lot of things would have to happen between now and then. Uh, Toronto's got to get out of the first round. I mean, they're going to play likely, not for sure, Tampa, right? Mm-hmm. They got four games in them against Tampa. I think it'd be a good series, but I'm not prepared to say they're the favorite. That's just me. The uh, I had said a Vegas, Florida Stanley Cup, and Vegas has fallen right off the sure map. They, yeah. When are we going to start talking about that? That's a good point. Uh, they really have. To me, they look like they're high skill, but a little short on will. Uh, they're just not. They're not, not something that tough. To play against, like determined to play against, or something. Something's off with them because I'm with you. Uh, that's a team that I think a lot of folks had as a Stanley Cup finalist or at least a conference finalist. They aren't there now, and uh, who knows? There's still time. They're going to make the playoffs, and maybe they do something at the trade deadline. They've not been shy about making deals. We'll see. I'm um, saying still Florida in the Stanley Cup final, but I have no problem with a Calgary-Florida Stanley yeah. Cup, particularly with the fact I'll be going back and forth between the two markets. Uh, Ethan Bear, our good friend Ethan Bear, the pride of a Chapaway's First Nation in Saskatchewan, scored with 540 to go, and Sebastian Aho added an empty netter to help Carolina beat Colorado 2-0 Thursday. In Buffalo, Craig Anderson stopped 30 shots to win his 300th career game, and Buffalo beat Vegas 3-1 with former Sabres captain Jack Eichel mostly booed <laughs> in his first visit back. Uh, in Sunrise, Sam Reinhardt had his sixth career hat trick. Carter Verhage scored twice in Florida, beat Philadelphia 7-4 for its fifth straight win. Jonathan Huberdeau and Aaron Ekblad each had four assists for Florida. I'm going to stop there and move into football, which is point four. Number one, CFL Combine, if you care. Linebacker Jared Beeksma, defensive backs Adrian Green and Zach Herzog, and defensive lineman Enoch Penny Laria. 
have advanced through the Ontario Regional Combine presented by New Era. The question, of course, would be, do you care? I remember, Mark, years ago, like four or five years ago, you calling this the Underwear Olympics. <laughs> I don't assume you've changed. No. It's testing. They wear their underwear. They run around, jump, and test. And good for them. We'll see what happens. Obviously, it's very, very important to all the teams to restock their Canadian content. As you say, it's a little short on uh, big names. and uh, But eventually, they become big names, right? If they do well at that and get drafted high and have success with their teams, they become big, big uh, names. But today, they, uh, you know, they're guys that uh, have a very limited range, but that could change. From the chat, Jeff the Stamps fan says, Mark Steven doesn't sugarcoat things. We keep it real in Calgary. That's from <laughs> Jeff the Stamps Good. fan. There you Well, let's be honest. You have been the voice of the Cadillac franchise of the uh, CFL for the last 20 years. Hasn't been that hard. What do you got to say that's so controversial? Yeah, well, that's the point. I, I, you know, all these <laughs> other people that have done it, I've had just a fabulous time watching some of the greatest teams and greatest players. It's, Pretty easy to be up with it. I would be anyway. It's fun to be in the stadium no matter where it is. But, yeah, all these uh, great teams and great players. I mean, the Hall of Fame ceremony is coming up in June just before Hamilton's home opener, which coincidentally is the Stampeders' yes. road game. It's heavy, heavy Stampeders. And, yeah. you know. and the Hall of Fame is the night before in Hamilton, yeah. right? That'll yeah. be fun. Oh, will it ever? So many people, uh, Nick Lewis, Henry Burris, John Huffnagel, Fred Childress, Will Johnson, and Doug Mitchell, who's an owner. So. That's a great time for Hank because the Bears shouldn't be doing anything at that time. I don't know, maybe NFL what coaches What is Henry doing? i got to figure that out because the Bears kind of shuffled a little bit a lot yeah <laughs> good team market i i feel uh wayne and victoria says i agree with mark on a lot of things have to go right for toronto versus calgary stanley cup i would love to see it though oh, yeah i'm not saying it's impossible i just think toronto has a far far more pothole filled road to the stanley cup than i mean not the flames have it easy but uh you know, if you rank the top five teams, would you put Tampa and Florida in the top five? I, I do have them in the top five. Yeah. I do, do not have Toronto Bingo. anywhere There's near the, the top that's five. That's the issue, yeah. Yeah. Um, just to tag that CFL regional combine story from the CFL, in the 2020 CFL draft, linebacker Jordan Williams, who advanced through the Ontario regional combine, was selected first overall by the BC Lions. So, yeah, there are some diamonds in the rough, and he is a tremendous player. He tremendous is player. really good, yeah. yeah from I, East... Carolina. Yes, that's that's yeah. right. That's where it is. And, yeah. you know, he jumped. I voted for him rookie of the year. I'll just lay it on the line because he just jumped in there. It looked like he'd been there all of his life, not his first game. And remember, he had a year off like everybody else did, but he just plugged himself right in. I think he's tremendous. A very engaging personality. Yes, we is. had him on this yes, show. Yes, yeah. And I guess my last point, we'll get to NFL a little later with Mark, but the, the USFL, before the CFL kicks off, it even gets going with training camp, the USFL will be... If they finish a season, I see Jim Barker saying on Three Down Nation that I'll believe it when I see it. I think we're all going to be watching, are we not, as football fans? Or will you not watch? Oh, I'll watch, but I'm, I'm with Jim. I mean, let's... A lot of people jump and get all excited about all these alphabet soup leagues that come up. Play a season. You know, whatever. The American sports public has made it known that football is basically Labor Day or just a little bit before through the end of the Super Bowl, Friday nights is high school, Saturday is college, Sunday is professional. That's how they roll, and there's no market outside of that. There are some exceptions, I grant you, but it's a tough sell, and I say an impossible sell. But we'll see. 
Well, I've gotten this question from folks recently, and they're saying, why do you think spring pro leagues can't last? And I don't honestly have the answer well, to that. That might. Is, uh, it's just not in the, the rhythm of the American sports public. Uh, you know, once the Super Bowl ends, uh, the NBA, NHL season cranks up. March Madness, uh, they're going to start selection Sunday yeah. this weekend. Uh, that's the one thing people say sports Canada, U.S., college sports and the magnitude of the college football playoffs and the uh, NCAA tournament the biggest difference it's just enormous it's all not enough room for them is what you're saying for, yep. uh, for an XFL right. and a USFL okay well there you go how about that that's why we have Mark here so when we come back we'll engage the viewers even more we'll get into some of this NFL stuff because it's been a wild week it is a football Friday for Flame Tech and you are watching on Game Plus TV Network live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino Stage Bar and also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed You are looking at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. That is the resort. We're over here in the casino, which, by the way, tonight at the event center, an absolute sellout for comedian, female impersonator Bianca Del Rio. And I'll be in attendance with the uh, sold-out crowd over here at the event center. Mark, we're back rocking. Sold-out events here. Doesn't it feel good? Yeah. In the nice. city, in Alberta? Yeah. Yep. No, I'll, you know... I know there's a lot of debate about uh, what restrictions should be and shouldn't be in place. There comes a point where we just have to decide for ourselves, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying that for a while, yeah. beating that drum. But I'll tell you, for those coming to the Bianca Del Rio show tonight, if you're offended easily, stay home. <laughs> I saw her at the center of the arts, and whoo-wee. So I'm looking forward to the show tonight. A raw, a little asbestos in the room there, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so before we get to the NFL stuff and a little more CFL, Mark Stephen, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders, said in the break, how about the uh, verbal grenade lobbed by Jack Eichel in Buffalo last night after the game, which the Sabres beat his Golden Knights 3-1 in his first return? Take it away, Mark. What would you like to say? Well, I'm about... just going to say so often when a player leaves, you know, they come back, warm, fuzzy feelings, just do a tribute video You're on right. that. <laughs> Not so for Jack Eichel. That, you know, at the time, he just thought it was a legitimate difference of views it turns out obviously there was a heck of a lot of tension there and him getting out of buffalo so he decided he would leave by throwing a stink bomb on center ice and taking off so it's kind of unfortunate when that happens isn't it and and the one thing about buffalo i'm sure you've been there it has a small town feel right yeah. despite the fact it's an nfl city and an nhl city it has a small town feel and i just feel like there was clearly tensions between eichel and the sabers sabers and yeah, the not fans buffalo. yeah you're the sabers yeah. but the fans picked up on that yep is that fair yeah that's that's totally fair yeah you know buffaloes i've talked to guys that have played there it's a fantastic hockey market as soon as that team becomes competitive look out it's as it would be on par with just about any uh, canadian city it's still the way it was described to me they love the sabers they live the bills that's buffalo so they uh live with it they survive the bills. yeah they live the bills they everything the bills do is life and death but they love the oh sabers. i see yeah i got gotcha. you yeah. yeah bill's much bigger yep so, yeah, and I saw, the, I saw the signs from people in the rink last night. Hey, Eichel, thanks for nothing. Stuff like that. Again, seven years, it's unfortunate. 
but it happens. Now to the National Football League, and Tory Gurley's coming up next segment to dig even deeper, but here's the latest. Since the disappointing end to last season, L.A. Chargers general manager Tom Telesco and coach Brandon Staley have discussed upgrading a defense that didn't live up to expectations. The Bolts are taking that first step by adding another premier pass rusher to pair with Joey Bosa. The Chargers agreed to acquire defensive end Khalil Mack from the Chicago Bears in exchange for two draft picks. Chargers are expected to send a second-round pick this year and a 2023 sixth-round selection to the Bears for the three-time All-Pro defender. So, man, it just it's a wild week in the Isn't NFL. It, and enormous names. Isn't it? Every one of them, just enormous names. He's one of them, and, uh, you know, obviously makes a lot of money, so it'll be a big hit on the Chargers cap. But he's a good player, and uh, sometimes you just got to reach out there and do what it takes. Well, he's been fantastic for the Bears, but couldn't. It's a bad team. Yeah, you know? I agree. And the other thing is, is there a rooting interest in Calgary for the NFL? Is it the Denver Broncos? Is there a one team that probably more the Seahawks? Is that right? Huh? Because for all the years, uh, we got all the Seahawks games on TV ever since they've been there through the Spokane affiliates. So we've seen all the, of the Seahawks games, and uh, there's a lot of interest in them. There is some in Denver and also in Arizona. There's a lot of people go to Arizona. But the Seahawks, because we've had their games since day one on Spokane TV. So, you know, it's not unheard of that people just uh, fly to Vancouver, drive to Seattle for a game. So Yeah, well, we have a lot of Seahawks fans watch this show, and they were devastated with the trade. Yeah, yeah. You get it, right? Russell Wilson gone for a, a massive bundle to the Denver Broncos. Uh, clearly the rebuild, this is a rebuild, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah, it's just amazing. A big name like that, I guess, to me, the hockey parallel, because of his stature and success, almost be like trading Ovechkin, wouldn't it be? An elite star like that, right near the top of his game? Won a championship yeah. not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and is still playing quite well. So that's interesting that it's, in a way, a Seahawks town. Yeah. Um, but what, what the heck was I watching? You know, maybe it was something I was reading this morning about the minuscule offseason in the National Football League. Even the combine in the states, I don't. The NFL come, I don't think rates a lot. But with free agency coming up here and these big yeah. names, as you say, on the move, and why do you think that is? It's like, for instance, the CFL. We've been talking about these one-year contracts for some time, but if you really look at it in the NFL, they move around quite a bit there too. I think that's it. I, you know, the, once you get past the uh, first tier of elite stars making all the big money, you're right. A lot of guys do move, and uh, you know the. Parts of the roster are in constant flux, so you're right about that. It's, uh, but this year's unusual. It is the highest headline makers that have been moving, or a lot of them. In the chat, Darren Workman watching in Salt Lake City, Utah, says, I disagree with Mark on this count. There is huge interest in spring football in the U.S. If you look at attendance and TV numbers for the 2020 XFL and even the unadvertised spring league were great. Over to you. How do you feel the numbers? I guess I know, I understand the one was, if the 2020 league was canceled because of COVID. I, I get that. So just show me the numbers. He might be right. Maybe there's a new untapped market out there we don't know about. Show me the numbers. Show me the attendance. Until I see it, I will remain very skeptical. We're having a lot of fun today. I knew we would with our good friend Mark Steven down here. Um, Jack Fulton, whom you know, Jack, yeah. watching in Vulcan, Alberta, says, Mark is the GOAT. In the world of sports broadcasting, in the voice of the hometown, Calgary, Stan Peters. Wayne Grolo says, Mark, I have to say, I love your chapeau. 
That's a hat for those that don't know. There, it's not strictly for aesthetics. If I took it off, you'd understand why it's on. So, gotcha. Uh, Ryan McCarthy in New York watching says, "I think the USFL could work this year because March Madness will be done by then. Their biggest issue will be the quality of play, but hopefully that'll be cleaned up by midseason." From Cine Girl watching in Pittsburgh, Cynthia, she says, "Am I the only one that walks around singing this jingle all day? Can't wait to visit Great Eagle Resort and Casino in July." You want to hit the jingle Great again, Eagle guys? Resort and Casino. Everybody loves it. It's very catchy. The hotel manager's brother wrote and recorded the oh, jingle and the song. Okay. From BW watching on YouTube, what does Mark think of a Canadian Arena League of football on the Canadian prairies? Would you support it? Well, I'd support it. Yes, it'd be nice to see. But I think it would be a real tough sell. Uh, first of all, uh, you know, the stadiums and arenas are occupied a lot with hockey. So where would you play? Um, arena football's had a tough time maintaining a constant foothold. It's got some, some strong marks. I mean, I'd like to see it, but uh, I'm not sure it would work. But well, I'm of somebody the wants mind, to take a shot at it, I guess. Well, I'm of the mind, more jobs the better for players, coaches, yeah. staff, oh, yeah, whatever. Because yeah. yeah. I'd long had a dream myself of a prairie league so the teams would travel by, by bus I mean, you can get from winnipeg to calgary the junior teams do it all the time up to edmonton playing these indoor arenas in the spring where literally we have nothing else yeah. going yeah. on you know i guess i'm you not going to rule it out uh somebody's got to try it. it won't be me but somebody's got to give it a shot but uh, yeah. I, I i think there's obstacles but i guess we shouldn't just write it off right? there is from what i understand a movement afoot on this that's all that i want to say to make this happen, but it's very much in the preliminary stages. By the way, it is a football Friday, but one thing we're going to be doing a little later on that we do every Friday with our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal, it is the game of the weekend. I want you to pick not just tonight, but any game, the featured game for you, and I need you to pick the winner. We, we bungled it up last week. Ron Thompson of Calgary won the prize package from betregal.ca. He actually picked Colorado to beat the Flames Saturday night. It was the other way around, but we picked Ron to win. We need you to correctly pick the winner. Doesn't need the score or the point spread or anything like that. But you can start playing now. You can text in 902-518-3033. That's 902-518-3033. Your featured game will sift through the entries throughout the weekend and tell you who the winner is on Mondays because tonight uh, four NHL games tonight including the Winnipeg Jets at the Islanders a bunch of WHL games which you can actually bet on and NLL too if I may which we'll talk about a little later on but Mark it's Saskatchewan Calgary NLL in the dome on next Thursday night the, you've probably seen yep. all the advertisements for yeah, it, right? The, the St. Patrick's Day clash. They've done a fabulous job marketing the Calgary Roughnecks in Calgary, carving out a niche. So they've done a good job, but they're in a little trouble. They've not things have not gone their way this year. So that's a very record wise. You yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. record wise. Yeah. Same as Saskatchewan too. They're at the San Diego tonight, uh, second of a three-game season series. It was a brawl-filled game the last time they played. The featured game of the week is tonight on TSN Albany at Halifax. And when you say they struggled on the field, sure, but I was at the last game against Vancouver and that one was on TSN. Huge crowd. They love the Roughnecks yep, here. Very much. They've uh, Calgary, because of the Roughnecks, has become much more of a lacrosse destination and center. It's, is that it's, right? Yeah, minor lacrosse, they've got about 4,000 people who are registered. It's really taken off and the Roughnecks can take a lot of credit for that. 
While I have you here, Mark, and, and again, viewers, you chime in with whatever you want. Uh, Darren in Salt Lake says the Chargers made a good deal compared to the Broncos selling their future for a good quarterback. Uh, so, again, all the topics are on the table. What's shaken up the NFL offseason is the trade, the Russell Wilson trade, Aaron Rodgers staying in with the richest deal in NFL history. When's the last huge CFL trademark, in season or out of season, that you can remember? Like, blockbuster. Yeah. A few, right? Yeah, there's been some. Um, Sorry to put you on the spot. Zach Claros. Right. That's the greatest trade, trade deadline trade. That's the greatest trade deadline deal in CFL history. Wow. Because that, that didn't take you long. No, I just, I just there's two that I was weighing. The Ricky Ray trade was the other one, but that's a few years ago now. I mean, that Toronto got two great cups out of that, too, so we can't lose sight of that. I can tell you who they beat in both games, too. But anyway. How about that? So, number one, Caleros. Number two, Ricky Ray. At least in the modern era. You can go way, way back. I mean, I can take you back to the 50s and 60s if you want. But we'll, we'll stay in the current era. Those are the two for me. Well, when you consider the Russell Wilson trade, that's on par with the Ricky Ray trade, mm -hmm. right? For big name. Zach, I'll be honest with you. I didn't think he was going to do what he did. I thought he was done. Didn't we all think he was done? Yes. Uh, so, got to give Toronto uh, credit for getting him back in shape and back playing. They're able to play. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I really had my doubts, but uh, he's taken full advantage of it and uh, consecutive Grey Cups. And, uh, yeah, he's, that's the best trade, best trade, at least in recent CFL history. Yeah, well, you know, and with the Tillman thing, to be honest with you, that might have sealed his fate. He went on to work in Hamilton after that, but people still think... That Edmonton uh, never recovered after that. No, they haven't. Right? Oh, I guess they shouldn't say. They've, let's put it this way: it's been a while since they've been a consistent winner. They did win in fifteen with Ricky Ray, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sir, excuse me, with Mike Riley. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so they did recover, yes, but it was ground shaking. It took them a long time to recover. I agree. And they did it with a different regime. Bingo. After yes, yes, yes. Hervey and Chris Jones. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, what about Henry Burris to Hamilton? Yes, uh, that was big, but w what did that turn Hamilton? Hamilton you know, was good, and uh, they did make it to the one great cup in Saskatchewan, so I don't want to say there was nothing to it, but uh, th th that was a big one, so I, I don't want to dismiss it. Yeah, that's, that's fair. It's not a fight. It's yeah. a discussion. That's what we do yeah. here every day. The view for sports yeah. fans. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, I remember, Henry, uh, th th that was an important one, too. And Calgary got Kevin Glenn, and he took them to a great cup in 12. So, Just before we break, as a matter of fact, I'll read some comments. We'll bring Mark back a little later on. Sure. Thanks, Mark. For, I hope you're having fun. Yeah, I am. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. fill up the coffee here at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. We'll let Mark adjourn and get ready for our next guest that will be joining us via video chat, Tori Gurley, our NFL insider. But from the chat, uh, John in Edmonton says, the NLL needs a team in Edmonton again. I think the NLL would disagree. That's why they don't have a team in Edmonton anymore, was the sad attendance up there. That's why they moved. Renata, watching on YouTube, says the home record for the Stamps over the years has spoiled us here in Calgary. Nobody's arguing that. Yeah. Nobody's arguing that. Aaron B. on YouTube says, I'd love to hear Rod talk more about the CPL, but I know he doesn't love soccer. That's Canadian Premier League, but they have the team here, the Cavalry, yeah, right? They yeah, play at Spruce yeah. Meadows, so I intend to take in some of their games. So never say never. I just haven't had a team in my backyard yet until now. So those are some of the comments uh, coming in from the viewers, and we'll 
sprinkle them in throughout the program. And again, our Bet Regal featured game of the weekend contest is now open. Pick a game, the game you'll be watching the most. We need you to pick the winner of it. And we'll sift through the entries uh, on Sunday and tell you who the winner is on Monday. You'll win a very splashy prize package from our friends at Bet Regal, which includes hug, uh, bunny hugs, hats, you name it, trinkets. We'll be talking more NFL when we come back. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. Also live streaming on YouTube. And if you've uh, missed any part, portion of the show, catch the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It's the gateway to the foothills. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. That's where we're broadcasting live from on this football Friday. By the way, the CEBL champions are taking on the Americas live in Calgary. The Canadian Elite Basketball League champion, Edmonton Stingers. You can catch them live here next week. The Basketball Champions League Americas, known as the BCLA. It's the best continental league in the Americas. It's created through an innovative partnership between FIBA, national federations, and pro basketball leagues. It's coming to Calgary now next week. The Edmonton Stingers, as mentioned, will be in action as the BCLAs come to Calgary's Wind Sport Arena, the home of Hockey Canada, March 14th to the 16th. Get your tickets now at cebl.ca. And there's a news conference at the West in this afternoon with the teams, the Stingers. I'll be down there, and we'll see you at Wind Sport next week. Again, get your tickets, cebl.ca. Basketball community buzzing over that. Let's bring in our NFL insider, Tori Gurley, now on a very busy week in the National Football League. Thanks for the time, Tori. And by the way, before we go any further, I've had viewers ask me who your NBA team is, by the way. I don't know if you're a baller that way. Do you have a favorite NBA team? Well, I pull for the home team, the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, we're here in the area. Um, I grew up watching Dale Curry, Alonzo Mourning, and Muggsy Bogues. So, you know, with us being in the Carolinas, it's the Hornets. All right, good team, a good team to like. I got gotcha. you. They were kind of hoping you'd say the Raptors. Now, listen to the NFL and your good friend, your good friend Aaron Rodgers signing the richest deal in NFL history. If I may, it seemed to take everybody off guard given the drama that surrounded him the last year and a bit. How did you feel about the move? I'm happy for him. You know, whenever you have opportunity to get a new contract in this business and make it fully guaranteed, you know that's that's a huge accomplishment for him. Uh, the biggest thing is now is the salary cap. You know, with him taking so much of it, it's going to be hard to keep some of those pieces around you. And um, if I'm a wide receiver, you know, I'm not happy about a franchise guy, you know, having a franchise tag and playing for $20 million, you know. So Devontae uh, Adams, you know, that kind of messed him up. So we'll see his future in Green Bay because if I'm a player of him and I'm still in my prime, I Oh, we just lost Tori's uh, audio. Did you get a text, Tori? We lost your audio. You may need to hit refresh there. Or do we have him? He yeah. says you're good now? We got you. You're yes. good now. I think we're all happy for Aaron Rodgers. and uh, the dra I'm happy that the drama's over and we don't have to listen to this all winter long. Completely off the board with this question. It's from John in Edmonton. He wants to know if you think, Tori, Toronto should get an NFL team. As an Argos alumni and an NFL veteran, I'd love to know your answer to that yes i think the fans will love it um i never forget that opportunity 
Um, when we had when we opened up at BMO Field and you know, we played against Hamilton, it was a sellout crowd, and and if and that was for a CFL game. So if you can bring in an NFL team and you bring in you know the Aaron Rodgers, the Patrick Mahomes, the Russell Wilsons of the world, people in Toronto and all across North America show up to participate because it's just it's a great event, and the fans in the fans in Canada are just amazing. Amazing answer to that. I'm inter very interesting answer to that. Back to the current NFL, I guess. Um, who won the Seattle Denver trade for Russell Wilson in your mind, or is it too early to say? I think it's too early to say, but if I had to lean, I would say Russell because he get he's out of uh, Seattle. You know, he's in Denver, and, but you know he has a tall task at hand, and now he has to play Patrick Mahomes twice. Uh, Justin Herbert twice and David Carr and you know that that is a tall task so we will see you know how that plays out because that division is loaded I love your answer <laughs> Russell Wilson won the trade not the Denver Broncos not the Seattle Seahawks you're saying he's out of a market that he was obviously done with and he's gone to a pretty good team I mean the sense that I get of the fans of the AFC West is that all the Broncos were missing was a quarterback you go along with that yeah, uh, Drew Locke was not the guy. You know, Russell definitely is an upgrade at that position. And they have so many skilled players. And they have one of our former teammates, uh, Deontay Spencer. So I'm pulling for Spence to go out there and have a career year so he could get paid. Jennifer watching at the Four Seasons, big Packers fan. She says, I agree. Aaron wants to be a part of building a Super Bowl team, but yet he takes more money to limit us in bringing more quality guys. I love my Packers, but I'm scratching my head on that. Hmm, okay, so she doesn't support the move. How do you feel about that, that he's taken up too much of the salary cap himself? It, I, like I said, I'm happy for him, but it just affects the team. You know, that's the biggest thing. So, um, but something I'm not going to do is doubt Aaron. You know, if you got to go in there and throw in some, you know, undrafted free agents or some street free agents and make it work, you know, that's the bid you made because that's what happens when you play in a salary cap sport. Khalil Mack gone from the Chicago Bears to the Los Angeles Chargers. Carson Wentz gone from Indianapolis to Washington. Does it just seem like this is the wildest offseason of all time, or is it just because we're in it right now? No, it, it's different. You're seeing teams be more aggressive. Uh, they see the L.A. Rams have had success with being able to acquire free agents like Jalen Ramsey and Matthew Stafford and Odell Beckham, and now you know other owners and general managers are taking that approach because they're trying to they want to be in a win-now situation instead of waiting for draft picks to develop. Darren in Salt Lake City wants to know, who does Tory Field got more bang for their buck in the trades, the Broncos or the Chargers in each team's recent trades? Ooh, um, I think the Chargers, you know. Now, you know, the way you beat Patrick Mahomes, you won't be able to outscore him. But if you can get some pass rushers to get after him and just, you know, make him have to throw the ball away on third down, that's a win. So, um, you know, I think that's if, if I'm in that conference, that's what I'm, I'm loading up on is pass rushers and guys that can uh, defensive backs because those quarterbacks are the best in the NFL. Uh, Tori, we don't have much time left, but i got to ask you, I've not talked to you since Super Bowl, and your boys missed you out there, by the way. It was my first Super Bowl. Everybody's like, where's Tori? Where's Tori? So, well, he'll get here. He's a new dad. But 
the Chargers, I think, are looking at the Rams and the defense. The game ended pretty much on an Aaron Donald sack of Joe Burrow. Defense wins. It was a 23-20, pretty low-scoring game. What was your take on the Rams uh, beating the Bengals in that big matchup in L.A.? Yeah, I mean, everything lined up for them. You know, they got to play at home. I felt like Odell Beckham was going to be the MVP if he doesn't get hurt. You know, Cooper Cup, he's unguardable. And and Matthew Stafford, he showed up in the biggest moment, and I'm just happy for him. So that's that's a great win. You know, it's great for the NFL to see a big market team win a Super Bowl. And now we get to start this thing all over with free agency and the draft coming up next month. No, it does not slow down. And listen, I got to talk about Torrey Jr., TJ Looks to me like he's got a very healthy appetite, Tory. He's putting the miles on. This kid, is he hit the ground running, Tory Jr. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, he, he's keeping us up, and I know he and, and, and Kim are watching, so I just want to let him know I love him. And I'll be home in a minute. I'm just out here running some errands. And uh, TJ, you, you'll, be on the, you'll be on the show soon, so get ready, son. I can't wait. I'm so proud of you, Tory. Good for you. Thanks for the time. Have a great weekend. Thanks for having me. Argos alum as well as Packers and Browns, Tory Gurley, our NFL insider. We'll return with viewer takeover right after this. On the way, longtime Blue Jays broadcaster reporter Mike Wilner to look ahead to the 2022 season with the lockout behind us. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's a Friday, football Friday, and very pleased to be joined by Mark Stephen, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders, here at that place, Great Eagle Resort and Casino, the event center, bottom right of your screen, is going to be rocking tonight, sold-out show with comedian, female impersonator, Bianca Del Rio. She's here. I can't wait to get to that show tonight. It's going to be fantastic. Just a note to our producer, Clark. Clark, did we deem a winner on tickets to Foreigner? I saw Roger Yee in Calgary thanking you. Did we, did we deem him a winner on something yet? Not yet. Okay, okay. I got you. Okay, so Mark Stevens here. And I had to bring Mark in for this segment because I said we got messages for Mark. Mike McTagg watching on Game Plus television in Calgary, which we're carried on Telesoptic uh, Cable. Kudos to Mark Steven, longtime Stamps play-by-play guy. I agree with Jack Fulton. Great career. Signed, Mike McTagg, Stamps alumni. Good. Good to hear from Mike. I talk to him a lot. So Don't they call go. him Tagger? Tagger? I think so. Mike. But good. Good, good to hear from Mike. Uh, from Rob Tyson. Financial planner. Is that what he is? Yep. Mike. Rob. <laughs> Ray Elgard's a financial planner in Las Vegas, and I say, what, is that in, what does that entail? Don't go to the casino? Yeah. Let's, Mind you, you could win. Start. That's why yeah. you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting, by the way, Theo Fleury down here earlier this week, and I said, Theo, how's it feel to be in a casino? And he's like, well, some alarm bells started to go off when I walked in here. But at least he came down. 
Yep. Good for you. The beloved Theo Fleury. Rob Tyson watching in Cold Lake, Alberta on Game Pluses. I used to go to Foothills Ballpark to watch the Calgary Cannons. Mark did the play-by-play. Does he have any good stories from those days? Oh, lots. I mean, you know, the team was here for 18 years. I was employee for seven. So, yeah, just... I mean, lots of great stories about the players that came through here. Uh, Edgar Martinez now in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Alex Rodriguez played here. Uh, many, many others. Many great moments. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it was a great time. Uh, whether we'll ever get something like that back, I'm, I'm highly skeptical because... Uh, High-level ball, you mean? Yeah, yeah. that level. Triple A. I mean, guys would go, you'd see him on TV or here one day, and next day he'd be on TV. So that's where it was. Uh, Alex Rodriguez is like the most famous... Canada yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Edgar Martinez close. Tino Martinez, who had a long career, played here as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, lots of stories. We could, I could do a whole show I could, <laughs> without taking a break. Maybe, maybe down the road. Yeah. I know people love the CFL talk for sure. And you got two CFL yep. guys here on this football Friday. And I, I bring that up. Tacona Pauli in Winnipeg says, Rod, bombers or stamps? Who was better in the 80s? Well, if I may, and I don't identify myself as a CFL fan until 1988, but I got to say the Bombers, they won three great cups. The Stampeders went through a very tough time in that decade, right? Yes, very much so. Yeah, they, you know, there was even SOS campaigns, Save Our Stamps. And there's a very famous picture of Richie Hall, speaking of Winnipeg now there, of him in tears because city council voted down an aid package and there was reason to think the then community-owned stampeders were finished that's how bad it was on the field they did very little they were parading through coaches at a staggering clip some years they'd make the playoffs most years they didn't so i don't think it's close the winnipeg blue bombers in the 80s yes well i'll tell you something we don't have a lot of time left in hour one but bob poley who played here yep listen the guys that played here loved it maybe they didn't do a lot of winning but they had a great time. Yeah. And Larry Kuharik, Yeah. they talk about this guy. <laughs> yeah. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute. What was, what, why did they, I don't think they liked him. He was just a character was the sense that I got. Yeah, he was pretty uh, intense and uh, a little light on personality. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he was 22 and 22. And that's just the way it was. Uh, a little abrupt. Uh, but he knew his football. It was just everything else that was uh, Bad teams, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they went through a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of everything. So it was... 22 and 22. That was their, his yeah. record? As, as you he, remember that? Yeah. He was coached for two and a half years. So, yeah. Wow. How about that? So we'll continue with more of that coming up in hour two. Mark's been gracious enough to stay with us. And by the way, you're hosting tonight. You want to tell our viewers about that? Yeah, Sports Talk 770 CHQR. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun at 7 o'clock. Got Ken Cal, the broadcast voice of the Detroit Red Wings on, and a couple of other guests. We're All right, sounds good. Hour two coming up. Mike Wilner of uh, Blue Jays fame and more with Mark after this on Game Plus TV. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. 
I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. 